All right, everybody, welcome back to the seventh episode of the Next on Deck podcast. I'm your co-host, Colin Campbell. And I'm your other co-host, Thomas McDonald. So this is a podcast where we talk about the swimming world and, you know, really just show everyone uh, what the sport is like from a current swimmer's perspective. Yeah, we got an uh, exciting episode for you guys today. Maybe uh, it'll help you out, um, like give you some tips on how to balance your heavy workload and your busy swim schedule. And yeah. We've got a really exciting guest to uh, talk about that. Yeah, you know, we've uh, there's been a lot of things going on, but uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll introduce our guest in, uh, in a little bit. But uh, there's been some news in, our, in swimming, uh, the Swimming Canada world. Uh, Thomas, what is it? Yeah, so um, basically Ontario Provincials and Junior Nationals and Senior Nationals have just been canceled for the summer, which I am very disappointed about. Me too. Um, I was really looking forward to kind of racing some people that we usually get to race at a high level and traveling somewhere and, you know, just going fast, seeing yeah. some fast people race. Yeah, you know, it's like, like it's to me, it's it's like a swim family. You know, you get on deck and, you know, you see everyone who you don't normally see. Um, you know, sometimes you even get to go train with other clubs. Um, and, you know, that's fun. But, you know, really on deck, you know, you see someone that you haven't seen so long. You're like, hey, like, and you're about to race them. You're like, yeah. like good luck. Like, we're both going to kill this. And, you know, it's just like that atmosphere that I think uh, is really going to get missed. And uh, also, you know, we want to train throughout the summer. And with nothing to train for, or currently nothing to train for, I know that's going to be kind of a bummer, especially like our last summer training as yeah. club swimmers, but, you know. Hopefully they figure out something. I think they can. You know, there yeah. are things like, you know, there's a lot of outdoor pools that are competition ready. Well, mm -hmm. like, could be. Kind a of. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. But um, anyways, so a little bit about our guest today. So our guest today is a U Ottawa graduate. Um, some cool stuff about him. He is the most decorated Ottawa GG in uh, their swimming history. Uh, he has... He has a career of eight uh, medals at U Sports. Four of those are gold. And he also uh, achieved U Sports Academic All-Canadian in 2018, 2019. So very impressive resume. Yeah, you know, we'll get him to, uh, to tell uh, you guys a little bit more about himself. I'm sure, uh, I mean, he could go on for days and days about all his achievements that he has. But uh, we'll let him definitely uh, delegate on a few. But... Without further ado, next on deck, Montana Champagne. Hey, Gilbar. Montana, how's it going? Thanks for coming on. No, hey guys, thanks for having me. I love the little start intro. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. We, so. <laughs> Sounds great. Tell us a little bit about just you know what you've been up to. You know, everyone's years have been messed up and schedules and work and things and <laughs> life is all messed up so yeah tell us just what you've been up to and how yourself about yeah, yourself a little yeah. bit about yourself yeah so i guess the past little while has been obviously pretty messed up for everyone <laughs> but luckily i've been able to train for most of it mm -hmm. just uh, the university of ottawa has allowed us to keep training and so that's been really nice i've had a relatively full schedule you know there's dips with uh, closures and restrictions and everything but that's really par for the course for everyone and i've also just been working full-time so i work full-time at export development canada and since it's 
with the government and the Crown Corporation, I've actually been able to work from home for the past actually over a year now. So wow. it's been really helpful with uh, continuing training because I, re I really just uh, leave leave my desk at home and then drive right to the pool and I'm all set. Does that um and, does that like interfere yeah, a lot? Like no, honestly, it doesn't. Just because I I've been really expressive with my. Uh, managers and the, my directors at work and just letting them know you know like swimming is for me is coming first and I have this chance to compete or at least try and make the Olympic team for 2021 obviously last year was for 2020 yeah, but yeah. it was it was just something I really made clear that this comes first to me in front of my work and they were totally supportive I have to give credit to them for sure because they've just been able to work my schedule around all of my practices and I probably have one of the weirdest schedules at the <laughs> at EDC but it's uh, it definitely works out and it, it works for me just because it gives me an opportunity to you know fund myself and then also get work experience which is tough for some uh, high performance athletes I guess yeah for sure I bet that's nice too just like knowing you have managers and I guess like people above you that support you and know what you're doing and are like are there to help yeah. you out yeah I feel yeah, like with exactly I feel like with you know every sport you know to find like even even right now Thomas and I we've been talking the past little bit about finding a job a summer job uh you know to pay for gas money and pay for <laughs> other stupid things you know being able to go to school with money um and yeah. I don't know why it's been so hard like mm -hmm. to find something that balances with swimming and uh, you know, like you come home from morning practice and when you have to go to work for like five hours and then go back to the pool right after it can be a pain. So, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, honestly, I remember that struggle exactly going into <laughs> university and everything. And it was such a pain to try and find something that would work because as soon as you brought up the fact that you were, you know, a high performance competitive swimmer, they were basically like, well, you know, we can't really help you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, I'd say it actually worked out for me after my first year of university. I found a job at Scotiabank as a teller, and I was working casual. Uh, casually means you don't really have a set schedule, so you just kind of – I told them when I'm available for these times, and they, they, they gave me the hours that they could. So I went in between practices. I went in on, on Saturdays, and – that's kind of how I worked through it, uh, all through university, uh, using that kind of method, just kind of a casual workplace. And, you know, Scotiabank, again, was pretty accommodating just because I made it pretty clear from the get-go that, you know, swimming comes first and everything. And, of course, school during, right. uh, during the school year. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you want to talk about, like, because obviously when you're in school, and I'm sure even right now at work, um, and then when you're swimming, eight or more times a week and lifting and everything that goes along with it like I'm sure it can be really hard like it's hard as high school students right yeah but um <laughs> like I'm sure it can be hard uh just to kind of find that balance and um do well at everything in your life so like how do you manage all all that and like any strategies that you use and stuff that you find useful yeah, so probably one of my biggest strategies that I didn't pick up early on, but it was definitely something that came later in university was uh, honestly just opening up Google Calendar and like scheduling out things because 
you know, like I'm sure you guys can relate is when you have so many things going on, it can get, it can get confusing about which one you need to go to, which one is priority, where you need to be. And honestly, just every Sunday, I kind of map out my week uh, for the week ahead and it just helps out so much. So that would probably be my biggest tip, and especially for uh, high school students going into university. So you get you, you figure out your class schedule, you work out your practices that you'll show up to, and then you just kind of put that in your, in your uh, Google Calendar or whatever calendar app you use. And it just helps give you a really visual way. And that way you can see how much time you have in between things and where you can like schedule time to study. I mean, in my first few years, I didn't schedule that much time to study. <laughs> you know, everyone does, but um, it's definitely definitely helps out. Um, also, just finding finding some time to like decompress and hang out with friends. It's uh, it can definitely be hard nowadays with the pandemic. You can't really see people, and everything like that. But uh, hopefully, when things go back to normal and uh, we, we can open up the bubbles and see more people. You'll be able to see uh, more of your friends and kind of get more of that relaxing nature down and just hang out. Yeah. Yeah, so I those think. Those would probably be my two biggest pieces of advice. Trying to, just trying to keep yourself grounded with friends and then mapping out your schedule because it really does help. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, we don't know what the experience is going into first year yet. <laughs> Uh, we haven't got to that point, and I'm assuming that, like, you know, I Thomas is going to Calgary, um, you know, so he's going to have the trouble. Uh, he's going to have that thing of, you know, flying all his stuff out there or driving. Driving. Yeah. Driving all his stuff out there, and, uh, you know, he's got to take that trip, and then that's, you know, its own thing on its own. So, yeah, definitely, I think, planning. I mean, we've we've kind of been uh, – that's been, a, uh, I would say, the biggest thing of our final year – uh, in club swimming and, uh, you know, obviously just grade 12, you know, submitting all our marks to get into schools. Um, yeah. That's been a big uh, piece is the calendar part, you know, being able to yeah. just visualize your time because I think that's just the most important thing uh, to me, I think. Yeah, and I mean, like, as you were saying, like, hanging out with friends, I think that's also, like, not, don't hang out and party all the time and waste <laughs> your time, but just, like, having a little social break can really... I help you out with, I guess, your school and swimming and kind of just bring, bring your, uh, mental, no, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, it's kind of help. Like, yeah, just yeah. ground you, like, uh, gives you clarity really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously, so you're graduated, right? You've been through, yes. you've yeah. been through the storm of university. <laughs> um, tell yeah, high school. Yeah. High school is a storm too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. What you guys are doing are really, is really hard. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, I think everything kind of, everything has their own struggles, uh, everything has their own issues, but, um, I mean, I don't know how much you remember, um, I'm assuming that with the first, first year of university, it could be pretty memorable with a lot of things going wrong or right, um, so describe kind of your, uh, year going into school and kind of, uh, the feeling of, I'm an athlete, I'm going to swim at a high level for varsity athletics, but, you know, I'm also going in, and school's super important to me. How did you deal with that, and how did you, you know, transform from being just, you know, kind of a kid going to school, I want to do this, I want to do this, having so many things in your, uh, 
like in your future that you want to do and how did you kind of put that all together in pieces as you went through school and uh, turned into a very successful swimmer and kind of how you're at there yeah so I, I can remember high school pretty well uh, like coming out of it and then kind of realizing just how much uh, freedom you have so I remember coming out of high school everything was regimented everything was scheduled and once you're in university it's kind of up to you because the, no one will take attendance if you're not there and just kind of realizing that it's up it's up to you and you have to put in the effort and um, just kind of also scheduling out your time to make sure that everything is what you need so when I first went into university I, I knew I wanted to go into business uh, it was just you know something I was been, I've been interested in and so I just uh, I originally started with five classes per semester and I'll say uh, I wasn't prepared for that so if uh, if you aren't if you're unsure if you're prepared for it you can always take you can always take the four classes right and I did that for the rest of my uh, university career but having the five classes and then the full practice schedule it was hard but it was also just a lot of fun because it was something so new. I mean, you go to school, you go to practice for however many years since you started, um, and then it's the, you have this uh, new experience and new freedom, and that was really awesome for me. And it was also just weird to kind of realize that, yeah, I have classes at different times now. It's not like... I have, I'm at school from uh, 8.30 to 3.30 or something like that. Now it's, you know, I have I can have a class in the morning and then a class at night. And you kind of have to realize what kind of what kind of student you are. Because I, I kind of realize I, I like the night classes for if I don't have practices in the morning or if I, if I have a busy day, then... That works well for me, but having the morning classes were was also really awesome to just kind of get it over with and move on. But it was definitely a new learning experience to try and find the kind of groove you, you, you can fit in. So that uh, that was really that was probably the toughest thing for me in first year was trying to find out what worked for me and what didn't and. You can you can talk to almost any varsity athlete, and you know I'm sure they'd probably say something similar. Where you're still trying to figure out how you work, how to study on your own, and how to be a productive, I guess, student and varsity athlete. <laughs> yeah. Just because there's so much going on, right? Yeah. So it's uh, it's different for everyone, but everyone goes through it. You know, like everyone kind of has to figure themselves out, and that's kind of what I did. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I'm sure like if you're going into swimming um, at, at university, then you can always talk to like another experienced athlete there, I guess, or even your coach, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So most of the, like almost all the upper years are the senior people on the team that will always offer their help. And something that i didn't really do at the start but then did afterwards was ask for their advice and if they're part of your team you know they will be happy to help you and it can seem scary and it can seem intimidating to try and talk to someone who's 
you know, four years older than you for, for advice and you've never really talked to them, but honestly, just, uh, just try it out and ask for that help because more than likely they'll just be happy to offer it. And it'll honestly just save you guys time with figuring stuff out on your own or like failing on certain things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. So, uh, so everyone, a lot of people know how, uh, successful of a swimmer you are um you know you've clearly made a mark uh at u ottawa and you know people come into the program and you know your name is you know someone says your name like oh like and all the whispers Montana. start. <laughs> yeah um tell us just kind of your uh like your journey through swimming and how you know things just I, maybe they just all of a sudden took off or maybe, you know, it was, it's been a slow gradual thing. Um, but yeah, just tell us and everyone listening just a little bit about your swimming and how, how it turned around and how it got to, got you to where you are today. Yeah. So do you want me to start at like the very beginning of my sort of competitive career or just kind of focus on the varsity? Uh, yeah, let's just talk about like the varsity stuff and how you kind of improved as a swimmer in your five years yeah so when i first came into the university it was really fun to get into a new training group i mean you grow up with the same people in your club and you kind of get used to how people train but now this was something completely new and it was just awesome to to trace and trying to uh, train with people so when i first showed up um since i went to uh, U Ottawa and I had grown up in Ottawa people knew who I, I was and they knew that I like to work hard and train fast with uh, with everyone so as soon as when I showed up I just started uh, trying to race people and in practice and just trying to have fun with everyone yeah and I, I try and keep it pretty lighthearted. you know um, people can get sometimes serious with uh, practices or like if things aren't going well but I tried to keep it lighthearted, keep a positive attitude, I'm just trying to do my best every time. So I remember there were some really solid swimmers. I mean, uh, when I was in university, we had Robert Bonomo. He was a multi-time uh, U-sport medalist uh, uh, who was three years ahead of me. And we also had uh, one, you know, a good friend of mine, Connor Mitchie. He was a breaststroker who was really quick and uh, just had a lot of good training uh, teammates jose was uh, bayon was my captain and uh, he really emphasized like working hard uh, for me and just trying to be a good teammate so those are all like really positive things coming into university but i can tell you that when i first came in i had an idea about what i needed to train and it was completely uh, almost wrong but you know just talking to my coach seeing what i kind of experimenting with different things i needed in my second year i that's when i realized you know like things are not working out as well as i wanted to i had a pretty decent first year in my university i think my best placing in sports was fourth but in my second year is actually my worst uh, year of swimming um probably in probably ever since like i started to take this seriously where i wasn't I was training hard but that wasn't the only thing that I needed to do I needed to come up with a more 
regimented schedule for sleeping, for eating, for training to. And uh, I kind of realized that working hard doesn't just equate um, success. You have to you have to factor in everything else. So after that, after my second year, I really uh, I really hunkered down and talked to my coach, saying, you know what, this is what I'll need. I'm gonna need to hit eight to nine practices in the pool three times in the weight room with a more uh, with a more like regimented or a more concrete uh, lifting program mm-hmm. uh, the program that we I had had in my first two years wasn't very uh, comprehensive it wasn't really swimming focused but after that it started to get a lot better and I, I saw the success so I started to eat healthier you know when you're in university or you first start out, it's kind of easy to just go to the cafeteria and grab whatever you want. Yeah. Or it's kind of easy to, uh, oh yeah, like the pizza place just down the road, I'm gonna grab that and I'll be fine for a class. But after, in my third year, I started to you know, pack a lunch, uh, meal prep myself. And that's when I started to notice that I was having more energy in practice. I was in a better mood. I wasn't very stressed out about what I was gonna eat or if I'm getting enough. And that really helped me. And that my in my third year was the first year that I won gold at U Sports. So I'd say uh, things were definitely started to turn around and work out. But it was just about so I'd say like a the overarching goal or of my uh, years in swimming was just always to find something to get better at. So mm-hmm. my first year was probably to try and find a schedule that works for me. Uh, my second year was kind of real was kind of rock bottom and realizing you know I need to make a big shift in my training and then my third year is a uh, nutrition and uh, concrete uh, weight program or lifting program and after that it was just kind of all smaller increments of improving on what I had already focused on so like sleep and uh, recovery things like that and I think and a good piece of advice is to realize that what you're do- you can always find ways to improve and you'll you're never done uh, learning how to swim or learning how to be a good athlete you kind of always have to learn and kind of adapt to what your what your body needs and i can tell you you know i i used to wake up for practice after three and a half hours of sleep or four hours of sleep in high school and i'd be totally fine but nowadays it's just impossible for me to do that yeah (laughs) you know i'm sure you guys can relate and everything yeah Yeah. definitely we uh we we could definitely say that a couple of our buddies uh have definitely come to oh even us we've definitely come to practice on you know three hours of sleep and you know sometimes we show up and it's a you know, it's a distance that, like, I mean, Thomas normally wouldn't, I won't, won't really do a do distance, distance set, but uh, I'll show up, and it'll just be, like, a distance set where you just have to, like, bust and bust and just, like, go for it, and you're just yeah. exhausted the entire time, and... And then you gotta go to yeah. school. And then you have to go to school, yeah, and that's... Yeah, and then you gotta practice after school, and yeah. it's just never-ending. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a cycle that uh, I think is definitely super important just to break and just to get into that routine uh, as best as you can. I mean, I know 
it, it can't be easy and i know it definitely won't happen very yeah, quickly yeah it's definitely hard because you see your friends you see people all having fun or doing things that you know you kind of wish you could do but you also have to think to yourself you know like what do i really want and yeah. some people want to have that social life or those different experiences and you know, that's up to them um what i really wanted was to try and excel at uh, like swimming and right. just try and get uh, better at it yeah and i like i like what you said about um just always finding things to improve upon like you you always got to think like there's there's someone out there that's doing better than me like there's someone out there that's um like like say i want to make a team like there's always someone out there that has a better chance so just thinking about that and finding ways to improve yourself like that can really help yeah i know something like for me i always uh you know sometimes it'll be like 10 10 30 at night and you know i'll be exhausted i'll be like like the past couple hours i've just been tired i've you know sit on the couch and like doze off for 10 minutes you wake up it's like oh it's been like 10 minutes it felt like three hours and then you just get more and more tired and then I get to bed and I'm like it's 10:30 I'm on my phone and I'm just, you know I'm just chilling and then yeah. I'm like like go to bed Colin and I'm like no nah, but like I don't really <laughs> want to go to bed and then know, yeah. always something comes up and then like the one like Thomas was saying you know there's always someone out there doing like who has a better chance and I guess that's one thing that always pops into my mind is uh you know someone you know who's going for the same goal as me has been in bed since nine right yeah and they've they're getting that extra hour meanwhile i'm waking up at you know four forty-five to drive to the pool and yeah it's <laughs> i think yeah exactly like uh, that's kind of the competitive mindset that you need to try and uh, like give yourself the best advantage you know it's not it's not always gonna be the person who's the most talented swimmer it's just you have to try and give yourself the best possible chance at winning and you know like or and not losing yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so um a little i want to say switch up but um so obviously i say obviously a lot uh, i know thomas is th i know thomas is thinking that right now he's telling me stop saying obviously um so when you you've been you know the top of the team uh, I would say, and obviously there's a difference between uh, like age group swimming, age group racing, and varsity racing. Um, yeah. I mean, when you get to varsity swimming, you know it's more of a team uh, atmosphere, uh, team point. atmosphere, team goal, right? Getting For your sure. points. Um, what's kind of just from your perspective? What's what's been your experience on deck? You know, what's been your experience? You know, racing. What's your experience being on the podium, being on the top of the podium? Uh, seeing all the other teams, you know, beating, uh, you know, one of your like rival teams in a relay at the end, you know, what's kind of that feeling like? Just your your personal experience. Yeah. So my, I would, I'd like to clarify that you know I'm not always the top dog in <laughs> practice or everything like that. You know, I've had some of the the best training partners I could ever ask for. Uh, Davide Kassarin yeah. from uh, Italy came in a few years ago and he was just a great training partner and uh, Will is uh, as well, much as I well, give him shit he's a he, good training he's partner a, too. he's okay Will Barrett's just meh you know I have some great friends uh, James Steele great training partner too uh, <laughs> uh, James is okay too <laughs> yeah, you know, he, you know he's, uh, he's, he's alright but uh, 
it's just been awesome to train with a group of guys that really uh really push me too like i put i push them and they push me so uh nowadays it's probably me will barrett james Steele, noah wagner uh, nathan schiffman uh, all uh, louis bertrand all trying to push each other to get better but i'd say that the team aspect of going into university was something I wasn't prepared for because for so long in uh, club swimming, you're kind of focused on your own performances, right? Like uh, I've been, you know, going into uh, from high school, you're so focused on, you know, I have a time that I have to get, I have uh, things that my coach wants me to focus on. So I'm going to do that. But in university, it's kind of, it changes to where, you have you still have those things that you need to do because uh, it'll never go away. You still have uh, time standards you need to beat. You need to still have races that you need to like try and beat everyone in. But now it changes to where you have other teammates to cheer on and uh, you have other people to look out for. So uh, it's it's so much it's so much better than in club swimming where you just show up do your race do your thing and then you kind of leave either with your parents or you leave with your group or something like that the whole team travels together and the whole team cheers each other on until the last race so some of the most memorable times for me were when i first won the u sports i just remember in uh, the entire pool was cheering me on since uh, most mo- most of the people knew me, uh, and I was racing against the current leaders at the <laughs> who are winning U Sports at UBC. Yeah. And it was just a lot of fun to just try and like uh, obviously listen to everyone and everyone cheering me on and stuff. And afterwards, everyone uh, congratulating me. And another memorable moment would probably be in my last year at uh, RSEC Championships where our relay won the gold medal for the four by one and it was just awesome to see everyone crowding around the pool and cheering us on and you know you just you just get in the moment you realize you know like there's nothing between there's no no one else that uh, you can really rely on it's you and your teammates who really have to bring this home and it's so much fun and you get really get really amped up and really energized and but you realize, you know, like uh, these teammates that I've worked with really uh, for the past few months, uh, I really care about their success and I'm going to try and give it my all. It isn't just about your success anymore. I'm trying to get the best possible uh, chance for your entire team. Yeah. And from, the, uh, from when I started university, I still sometimes had that mentality where you know, I have my races, I need to focus on those. But then definitely uh, after that first and second year or after uh, the first year, you realize that how much the team matters more than just your own performances. And I'd probably that's probably another piece of advice I'd give you guys, just kind of realize that your your performances are all for the team and not just yourself. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's a a huge change that definitely takes a lot of yeah. uh, getting used exactly. to. Exactly. Now, I Thomas, uh, you'll do you want to say something? No, you can go. I was <laughs> I was just gonna ask. I was gonna like, in your from what you've seen, your experiences. Who who do you think is the best on de- like 
aside from Ottawa, who do you think, you know, when you're on deck, who who's who's the people who stand out? Who are the like craziest bunch of people you've ever seen? Like teams? Oh yeah, like God. team. Crazy good or crazy bad? Because I can think of some examples. <laughs> but um, I'd say that uh, some of the weirdest examples of teammates that I've seen are from McMaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's going. Yeah, so have fun and good luck with that. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm excited. I'm so excited for yeah, that. So, so obnoxious, the, but uh, I won't give you too much shit for it. All right, all right. I know. Uh, I know. Thomas and I have been. I've said to Tom. I've said to Thomas a couple times. You know, he's going to Calgary. Um, like he's gonna be gone. And we're not gonna see each other. If we see each other, it's gonna be once at U Sports. And you know, I'm just picturing the day, and it's gonna happen. Like I'm calling it right now. It's happening. It's gonna be heats, 200 fly. Thomas and I were just gonna see each other, look at the heat chain. It's gonna be Thomas McDonald, like Dinos, <laughs> Colin Campbell, you know, Marauders, and it's just gonna be, hello, <laughs> nice yeah. to see you again. I think, Honestly, yeah, that's the that's one of the best parts. Just like you look, at, you get the heat sheets, and you realize like, oh, who am I racing today? Like, this is gonna be so much fun. Yeah, it'll be. It's so much fun. Yeah, it'll be cool to see like. Just all our friends, like even yeah. from other clubs, like, like get to yeah. race them Again. on a different team. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But I liked what you were saying before um, about like how you're kind of when you're with a varsity team, you're kind of training for everyone else too. Like your swimming matters for them, their swimming matters for you. Like it's a kind of yeah. team goal, um, and everyone's just up and cheering and going crazy. <laughs> Like, you, you don't really see that at age group meets. Like, maybe at finals no. occasionally, but, like, half the time everyone's just sitting on their phones waiting for their yeah. next race, yeah. right? So I think yeah, that's going to be a good part. Um, it, I'd say U Sports is probably one of the most exciting um, the meets I've been to just because everyone knows each other and everyone is kind of rooting for them to do well. Whereas, say, at trials, it's a little more anxious, a little more nervous. People are trying to make teams, so mm -hmm. you're kind of focused. You're kind of really focused, but I'd say at U-Sports, it's more laid back, and you're just trying to have fun and race as fast as possible, which is just, like, one of the best parts about swimming, just being there with friends. And uh, the last day of U-Sports is always just insane just because – people are going absolutely nuts <laughs> cheering each other on and i'm sure you can imagine yeah, so, yeah. definitely yeah i think man i i can't wait yeah just i'm yeah, so excited to just i mean yeah. especially we like we're not raceable from what we know we we're not racing anymore and just like like we we're saying uh 
at the beginning, you know, just that feeling of, you know, seeing everyone and just like, like even in a relay, you know, getting, I yeah. mean, yeah. um, yeah. like relays in age groups and, you know, they still get, you know, a finals, like last relay of the night, it still gets, you know, there's a lot of people there and just that feeling of, you know, standing up on the blocks and, or like, even if you're the anchor, you know, everyone's yeah. like still cheering, you know, you hear everything, you got to swim in the water, you're cheering for them and your mind, you're just like, it's my time. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to yeah, just get seriously. get back it's, into a groove like that. It's probably what what you're imagining is probably five times better <laughs> at university, just because there's so much, it's so much louder. There's everyone is on their feet cheering, and it's just so much fun. Uh, one thing I'll tell you guys is, you know, it, everyone says this. It sounds corny and everything, but really enjoy your uh, four or five years, however much you have time with the varsity. Just because uh, when you look back at it, it really does go by fast, and you just have to have fun. You know, don't have fun with your teammates and enjoy those uh, enjoy those big times for racing, and just uh, you know enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so for much sure. Fun. Yeah, and like training wise too, you were saying like you got guys that push each other all the time, and I I just think that's so important when it comes to swimming, having people pushing you, and I think kind of. Me and Colin and the boys in Guelph, we've been pretty lucky with that. Like, yeah, we got a pretty lucky group. Yeah, there's five of us, yeah. f- six of us, like right now, that just are always on each other, pushing each other. But for some clubs, that's really not the case. Well, um, and and additionally, like, I, I mean, I, I can't really remember it exactly, but uh, some of the, like, the Will Barrett year, you know, James obviously stayed for 12 plus, but, you know, still... What? Never mind. Twelve <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you know he was still part of that year, but uh, before, our, cause like we got really close with them, and I think, uh, Russell and the twins really they started it. Thomas and I, cause uh, Russell and the twins were originally in Kendra's group, and then they came down to our group, and then we and went then we all up. went back up and. But I think, you know, Will Barrett's, I'm just using Will Barrett as the big example, Will Barrett's year and our year of summers, we were the first, I, maybe not the first, but, you know, a group in a long time where in the club, 12-year-olds were hanging out with, like, the 16-year-olds. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. it was just, yeah. like, it was that moment where, like, you know, we were starting to, you know, our training was start to pick up and was starting to, you know, meet there what they were doing. And sure, they were going faster. And then eventually, you know, we were all going the same speeds. And yeah. then just, uh, and then obviously. Yeah, that's always exciting. It's always a good time when they come back for Christmas, too, or like, um, just like in the <laughs> yeah, summer, yeah. you know? That's like, always fun. Yeah. Yeah, like we sure. haven't seen them in a while. And, you know, we might have changed something. You know, we might be, we might have gotten faster. And they're like, they'll come back and they're like, oh, <laughs> like, why are you beating me now? <laughs> I mean, I don't think yeah, that's been the case. Yeah, I remember Will Barrett always telling me, you know, like, one day I'll have to come down to Guelph to train with the boys, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, I probably won't be able to uh, anytime soon or uh, anything, but, uh, yeah, it was, he was always really uh, vocal about you guys have a good group of guys who push each other. Yeah, that's, that's a good awesome. time. Well, yeah, I think... We need it. Yeah, Will, I think, was such a, you know... He was such a, like a leader, you know. I mean, when he went, he was he he was the first Don't one. Don't give him too much credit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're kind of hyping up yeah, Will a little bit, a little, a little too much. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving yeah, on from Will Barrett. Um, 
No, but like he he pulled I think a lot of you know people together. You know he I think James went to Ottawa because of Will, some well, part yeah. of it. You know I think I think just one he was such a person that you wanted to follow and train with and be with, and he was such you know I remember the year they left, we were all, you know, what grade would have we been we in? 10? Grade 10, yeah. And we were all just like, yep, you Ottawa, all six, of, <laughs> like, all of us, we're gone. Not yeah. anymore, though. Like, I saw Will went to Ottawa, and I was like, no, I'm going yeah, no, way, now, way out west. Now bro. I'm looking yeah. back. <laughs> don't want to be close to him. Oh, I don't want to be near him. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I remember, uh, I remember one, one of the reasons that Will came to U Ottawa was to because he knew me and he uh, wanted to train together and it's just always fun to get yeah. a group of guys who want to work hard together mm-hmm. so um what are your thoughts on Louis Bertrand <laughs> Louis Beltrand <laughs> <laughs> Louis Beltrand he's a he's a hard worker in practice I'll give him that like really really hard worker um, he's uh his Franglish can get a little confusing at times language language barrier <laughs> Yeah, but he's always looking for. Uh, so he's always ready to go to practice. So yeah, I, I'll give him credit. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. He's dating my sister. So <laughs> there it is. <laughs> just uh, had to see what uh, other people's opinions were on him. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. He's he's so fun. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another kind of thing here about varsity versus age group swimming. Like, would you like to see anything? kind of change about each like anything you'd like to see different about varsity or age group or both yeah so not so much varsity just because it's it's all it's really entrenched and Mm -hmm. you can there's not much you can change about the way they uh, structure it but for age group swimming it'd be i don't know if they still do this or anything but it'd be really cool to get back team points and like team banners and try and see people like race for those i remember uh, for at least a few years they had taken those away at age groups yeah yeah and it was uh it was definitely it was definitely uh something that people were upset about just because it was such a it was such a like precursor to how much like working for a team at university would be like and it really uh amped up the energy i remember when i was about 15 years old or something remember Point Claire and Oakville were going uh, really close in points head to head for the age group championship banner and it was uh, it was pretty exciting to see the, the everyone on deck uh, cheering everyone on and just kind of bring something back like that uh, yeah. it's, don't make it all about the individual swimmers and like their own times but make it about like the team and make it about you know like the sport of swimming like everyone competes together because when you're at the international stage, you know, like you're not racing just for yourself. You're really racing for Canada and obviously your other, uh, any other nation that you represent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, I think there's a lot of, uh, I don't want to say changes that can happen, but like, for example, <laughs> a while ago, we went to Mansask, which was, I, I don't even remember how it works. Like, there was, like, obviously, Manitoba and Saskatchewan, but it was, it, like, weird. I remember because we went there, um, and we did one of our relays, um, and but we were, like, Ontario because we were the only yeah. team. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I think Oakville went. Yeah, but they, no, it was just us for the Ontario relay. Right, yeah, and so, 
we basically had, you know, it was our relay, but, and they had, you know, all the Saskatchewan, like, families and all the Saskatchewan teams were on the one side. Like, the, yeah. you know, the Winnipeg, um, is it the Canada Games Center? Uh, no, the Winnipeg pool that you would normally race yeah, at. Yeah, the Winnipeg pool, yeah. And I've so, been there a few times, yeah, yeah, they have the two sets of stands on the sides. And so the one side was Manitoba, the other side was Saskatchewan. And then there was That's us. That's cool. And then we got to be, and uh, the final day was, like, just relays. And, you know, they had they nice. had four guys, like, four people from all the Manitoba teams and four people from all the Saskatchewan teams. And then there was us. And there was, like, <laughs> Ontario Relay. Which was the Guelph Islands? But it was the Guelph relay, and <laughs> obviously, and nice. we didn't, we didn't win. We came third. Uh, yeah, I think we There was, they were, they were, but you know, just that that atmosphere, and you know, the as the Manitoba team kind of walked, cause you would walk down, like we'd literally walk down the fifty meter pool. And I remember like we were like all scooping up water <laughs> from the gutter and like throwing our mouth and spitting it everywhere, and we just <laughs> we were trying to get everyone. So like hyped up for us, yeah. but um, just that feeling, and I think I mean obviously they should they should bring back team champs. Well, team champs, no, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah, team champs was one of the most exciting meets, just because it was mostly just about like racing for your team, and mm-hmm. there weren't really uh, teams to make. There wasn't really uh, pr- it wasn't provincials or anything, so it was just so much fun to get together for your teams. Uh, another thing that I got to experience in, uh, when I graduated was um, East vs. West. I don't know if they still do that anymore at all, mm-hmm. or if it was the if I was the only year that they tried. But after age groups, they uh, kept a team from Eastern uh, Canada and Western Canada, and then they just pitted us against each other for two or three days of racing. And it was, uh, <laughs> I, you know, how much we complain we complained about it a lot just because it. We had to train every day and then race at night. And uh, but looking back at it, it's just one of those things you, where you complain during it, but then you look back fondly and you're like, "Yeah, that was a lot of fun just to be a part of the East team." And then uh, we ended up winning, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> is uh, yeah, it was it was close, but it was just fun to just get up and race like team versus team instead of just focusing on you know how many medals am I gonna get, what place am I gonna get, if am I gonna make a final? Yeah. Yeah, you know, having something like that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think there's there's endless things I think that can just be added and just make. <laughs> I mean, I don't. A of, uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of a uh, piece of advice for something <laughs> I don't, th- you know, I don't think though. Like they should, you know. I mean, I don't, who's gonna listen to us uh, making all our suggestions? But you know, I think, I think keeping the difference between age group swimming and varsity swimming is still important. You know, I yeah. think having you know. Your age groups, I mean, you can take that time, do you, you know, focus on your own stuff, but then, you know, having that change when you get to varsity and just being like, hey, it's, it's the team. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's definitely a different experience, and I think just makes a, your whole university a little bit more fun. And then, you know, your team's always there for you. You know, you have, I mean, obviously, like, you know, if I'm, if I'm in a rut, I can just <laughs> go see Thomas, be like, hey. <laughs> But, you know, especially, you know, at school, just being away from home uh, for, like, I mean, obviously most people stay, but um, for some people they go away and just have that little group of, you know, you're going to school and you already you already know you have some people there who you can trust and who you can rely on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'd say, like, your team really becomes your family in uh, more ways than one. You kind of do everything together. 
you end up living together most of the time and it just works out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, do is, you, is there anything else you want to add, Montana? Say anything to any the any listening? other tips for people going to school this year, especially us because <laughs> we're going. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know how school will be like. We'll look for you guys. Hopefully, things are back to normal and you'll be able to kind of really experience the like obviously the university experience and uh, be able to enjoy it. Um, I'd say just really have fun in your first year like uh you'll never you'll never really have another chance like that again just because you're young and you'll be able to if you make a mistake in your first year you still have time to to make up for it and if you're in the wrong program then you can you still have time to realize it i'd say yeah just have fun with it work hard and just uh enjoy your time yeah for sure, that's helpful. Yes. Thank you, Montana. I'm I'm ready. That that changed it. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, completely change your mindset. You're all ready to go. Yeah. No. Yeah. But for real, that that's like some really helpful advice for us and the people listening. Like, especially from someone who's gone through it all and has swam at yeah. a high level like you. Yeah. All right. Um. So I think that's it. Thank you again for so much for coming on. Coming we appreciate it. Down with us. Oh yeah. It's, Thank you guys for having me. This is uh, it's really cool to see you guys put in putting in like the initiative to like run a podcast, ask people to be on it, and it's uh, something that is missing in this kind of community of swimmers. So it's cool that you guys have done that. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're we're having fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just have fun with it. Yeah. All well, right. thank you, and we'll keep in touch. Definitely, let us know like if you uh. Uh, we say it to everyone, but you know, if you have any ideas for us or you know any criticism, uh, let us know. We'll we love yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. I'll send you the memo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Montana. Okay. Perfect. See, Cheers, guys. See ya. Yeah. All right, everyone. That was uh, Montana Sham- Champagne. That was a very fun conversation, I think. Yeah. You know, he <laughs> just having someone who has. Uh, I don't want to say the you know, same experience as us, but, you know, they're going, they went through school being a varsity swimmer mm-hmm. uh, with a, still a solid focus on school, and that's exactly what we're planning on doing. So, you know, to be able to sit down with someone and uh, who's already been through all that, uh, who's been through that rush, and it's been recent, yeah. right? It's not like he's, like, 30. Yeah. You know, he's just graduated, and, yeah, I think that's definitely helpful. I'm ready to go, like I was saying. <laughs> ready to go to school. Yeah, it's our time. We we definitely got some helpful advice though. I think I hope you guys did too. Um, yeah. So I think that's everything. Uh, remember everyone to stay updated on our Instagram. Uh, we, we apologize again for uh, not. Uh, I want to say keeping it up to date. Uh, we again were a little bit lax this week, but this week. We promise. And I know it's Sunday, but hopefully we can get back on a Saturday streak. Or maybe we'll continue with the Sunday streak. Yeah. We don't really know. Well, now every, we'll every weekend. <laughs> every, every weekend. Every weekend will be... It'll be it just it just depends on what works for each guest. And yeah, there's a we're, lot of... We're pretty flexible, too. So There's a lot of moving schedules. So, um, But again, like always, if you guys have any, uh, any ideas or any constructive criticism, please let us know. You know, mm-hmm. fire us a DM. Send us an email. Send us a text. Um, you can call us if you want, but yeah. I mean, 
we I don't normally answer my phone. I think it's my phone number hooked up. Uh, or no, it's Thomas's. Give Thomas a call. Yeah. Uh, two two six. I don't know the rest of his phone don't number. Don't give out my phone number. <laughs> on it's the, yeah, it's on Instagram. It's okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next week.